You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can't have Alexis on too many internet platforms. <laughs> this is a lot of Alexis, <laughs> uh, which is also what my lady says when I step out the shower. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or what my cardiologist says <laughs> when I step out the shower. <laughs> it's the Cooligans. Stupid. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis, NBC Premier League Fan Fest. <laughs> Co-host Guerrero's. Bro, yeah. Did we get matching tattoos? Of course. Uh Uh-huh. Had to commemorate the weekend. It's right across my butt cheeks, bro. <laughs> right. Let me tell you, it is a long name. Can we? Uh, I should have went with the hashtag. And they're like, well, I don't think we have enough ink. <laughs> That's a whole lot. <laughs> we could get, I guess, the O. Is there a O mornings? The O in mornings won't make your butthole. Okay. Um, gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a spread cheek for you to be able to read it. <laughs> uh, Justin Freeber said Complex was like, there's too much Nork on the internet we need yeah. to stop this <laughs> let's go uh, but no it was a it was a, a lovely uh show it was a, a you know had had its fanfare had a lot of new new people on twitch that were just casually uh stumbling upon two dudes talking about footy so it was pretty yeah. fun it was a lot of fun yeah. and also you know anything that helps uh grow the profile of los cooligans um i will be more than happy to do that also shouts to um shouts to oh look i'm wearing a parasite shouts to the parisian londoners um dope podcast i did uh the homie stew uh we just he just released a clip of uh of me asking uh ginola yeah uh, what it takes for the parisian league instead of the french league like an absolute idiot i mean, I, I played with ginola on fifa ultimate team with his icon card and isn't this dude, it crazy and this dude is just, just like yo fix your french league bro yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, what's wrong with, why is your league trash bro <laughs> meanwhile you're like girl or boot 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 that's what they said bro we always oh, score him but uh <laughs> what should we call it uh, I would ask yo the parisian league is butt bro yeah, it's shit buns, bro. Yeah, I know y'all score buds, but why y'all buns? Though? I'll leave. I'll leave that. I'll hang up and listen to y'all answer, Janola. <laughs> He's like, "What's wrong with this guy?" <laughs> First time, long time, Janola. Bro, that's the thing with us. Whenever we are interacting with absolute legends of the game, uh-huh. we treat them like we're in a like a comedy club green room, bro. Right? You're getting roasted, bro, dog. You catching some strays, whether you like it or not. It's like you in front of us in line at the bodega that's the quality <laughs> of conversation you get from we us, don't bro. care you could be oh, did you accomplish a lot in your life <laughs> wow well i've accomplished nothing oh johan cruyff you have resurrected and you are now joining us for a conversation you yeah. gotta get roasted yeah. buddy i don't know what to tell you talk to me about that corruption <laughs> scandal bro how much guap you really make <laughs> 
though, someone, Nick PFC man has said the Barish. <laughs> uh, which McCoy. So, but the way Stu, who's from Paris, the way he said it, he's like, yes, we have Alexis from Le Coulions. Oh, beautiful. And I was just like, is that how it's supposed to be said, bro? <laughs> bro. Well, I need to meet the, like, you know, French version of us. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, Le Coulions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Christian and <laughs> Le Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be that's a great title for a show. That's the dopest. Christian bro. and Le Baguette. <laughs> Wouldn't you be the baguette because you told him then? Guess I hope so. Damn. <laughs> okay. I'm the I'm the Quigamon. <laughs> uh Justin Freeber said the Parisian League acting real mid right about now. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Yo, but shouts to all the Americans uh and Canadians just popping out there. In uh in, in London? In, no, in, in Paris. Okay. Or in in uh, France, bro. All right. Okay, shout out, shout Yo, out to them. We got Florian Balogun, who should be. Oh, okay, you mean players? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know. I think you random Americans. just met the folks Just go out visiting. Shout out to all my North Americans living in Yo, France. Yo, if you can get a photo in front of the Eiffel Tower, that'd be mad, though. Uh, bro. <laughs> Yo, send us a picture of your passport. <laughs> if you out there doing well in, I love in France. Nick Red said, Alexis and Les Soilants. <laughs> Les Soilants. <laughs> Let's go. That's a duo we need, bro. Uh, <laughs> okay. The uh, Shay Shah Ar- Arcia said, after a long day, I listened to the Cooligans podcast, eventually fall into a peaceful slumber and waking up I, in amazement that I haven't had a strange dream yet considering Alexis's ratchetness. <laughs> there we go, yo. Love this, bro. <laughs> yo, it's going to be Ready for him. <laughs> okay, there it is. Uh, that's right. That's uh, the on brand <laughs> cool against humor that you know and love. This is why you come here, bro. <laughs> uh, so shout out uh, to everybody joining us. Uh, we have to uh, where to begin today, and and all things. Uh, this is Prem Show, and all things maybe Premier League in 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 Europe. Uh, I mean, uh, we should start with. Should we start with St- Steven Gerrard? Or should we start with? Uh, let's talk about Ronaldo. Ronaldo. We should start with that Ronaldo. happened Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Right? So we're a little get... late. We're just like we were this morning. We're a little <laughs> late. Uh, but the part that surprised me. Okay, he walks out. Three minutes left in the game. Uh, he doesn't want to play. This is in a win against uh, who they play. I forgot. Was who they... it not Tottenham? For some reason, I'm picturing it. Um, who who they play? Uh, but yeah, but I, I I'm following. I'm following. So I'm trying to remember now. They're playing Sheriff. That's not what I wanted to talk about. Uh, let's go matches. Uh, what is it? Ammonia was their last win. Newcastle. Wait, what? I think it was Tottenham. It was Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, Wednesday. The Wednesday yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tottenham. Wednesday match against Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three minutes left in the game. Cristiano Ronaldo did not start. He's mm-hmm. on a bench. Ten Hag is like, yo. Looking tight. He's homeboy right? he's mad Dude. all the time. You're looking, looking like he didn't want to be at this even, party. I think even if he sits at like the dinner table, he's like, "Yo, I'm mad. I should be. Bro. I should. <laughs> I should be cooking." <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't I called for the appetizers? And they're like, "Dude, you're here." Uh, um. So he's sitting there, and the coach was like, "Yo." We need you to get in. He's like, all right, I'm going to get up and warm up. And then walks out. Peace. Yo. Walks out the joint. My man did the Irish exit. Bro, if you were at a party with your girl, mm-hmm. okay, 
and you've been talking to people. You haven't had a chance to dance with her, right? DJ goes, hey, this is the last song for all my lovers out there. (laughs) (laughs) Nice slow one, you You know? know? (laughs) You know, and then it plays, uh, put it in my mouth. (laughs) Alexis is going to parties where it's an 80s DJ. (laughs) Oh, y'all don't go to grown and sexy night? No. So he's like, yo, this goes out to all my lovers. You're like, oh, shit. My girl. Oh, I, I remember her. <laughs> oh, Damn. Oh, we drove together. <laughs> so, you know, you go, you go and ask her for a dance. She's like, right, I'm going to just go to the bathroom. And then she don't come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You got a problem at home, bro. I'm pretty sure at the very least, she's upset. Yeah. I have, <laughs> you, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good authority. <laughs> you can It's say. just, I just, look, I know how to read women's minds. <laughs> Yo. I just have a thing. I just, I'm a woman whisperer. I have a sense that. I, I can read up. body language. <laughs> and one of the biggest tells in body language is when they've taken their body and left the room you're in. <laughs> that's a big, bro, big I, body language. Dude, I'm fluent in that language. <laughs> um, bro, that's when I go, uh-oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, he did. Uh, he bounced. He bounced. He walked away. And so he went. To, yeah, I know he went back to, like, the changing room. Uh-huh. And then. He got all his shit together. He changed quite quickly. He wasn't even there while the team was celebrating the victory. He left before the team got there. They were like, and there's no bigger celebration than being. Tottenham. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to wait for that. Okay, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. We need a trophy. We need yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a parade. I know I was celebrating. <laughs> Damn, I'm more of a Manchester United player than Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, uh, they, got, they got some wild uh, Cristiano Wijnaldo. <laughs> Joe Whitlock. Um, the biggest thing for me is you don't, as a player, and I know other players have had this situation, you don't say, no, I'm not going in. I don't care how much of a legend you are. If you care about the badge over your heart more than the name on the back, you, get you paid, go into the game. You got paid quite a bit. to A significant to, amount of money. To, to go in a game, to go into, you know, to they call you into work, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on, on a hefty salary. You just play. I mean, they, I don't understand. I don't see the the... the uh, he was he was the, making it about himself. A hundred percent. There's but, classier ways to do this. You start warming up, and then you grab your hammy and you hit the ground. Right, right. That's oh, the, I can't <laughs> go in. Turns out it was nothing though. Right, right. right. We're Next all day. we're all good. It's just it's unfortunate. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? You know, I think it hurts because you didn't start me. I think that's why. <laughs> had I been playing for 87 minutes already, I think I'd be good. Exactly. I think it would have been warmed up. The doc, I got a doctor's <laughs> note right here. <laughs> <laughs> he brings it onto the pitch with him. <laughs> he shows it to the official. The guy's like, get this thing out of here, bro. <laughs> Um, so the, the the weird part about this, obviously, Doctor uh, Haywood, you blow me. That's not even a real. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, um, look, th- th- to make this decision is uh, pretty insane, right? Because we're not. Uh, it doesn't matter what degree of popularity or what you've done in the past. Right. Uh, there's nothing to uh, th- that where people can sort of support this kind of behavior. And let's get it out here right now. Let's we're we are going to decide right now. Bringing in a player. Of his ilk. I'm even willing to give you that. Of 37 years old, a lot of people's goat is bringing him in at this age with three minutes left to go in a 2-0 win. Is that disrespectful? Just that alone. No. No. I I completely agree. If you're a professional footballer and they're even saying like, hey, we want to put you on the pitch, you should be... What a miracle. It's a game. It's You're getting paid to play a game. <laughs> what a gift that somebody even wants to play you at all, at any level. I could, it could be a U6 game. Bro. If the, if the coach is like, yo, you're good enough to, uh, you know, we need your contribution for this game. Yeah. Be grateful. I, I mean, I understand the degree of, like, he wants to be playing more, but let's, let's understand. He even understands the outcomes that come with him 
being on the pitch. The right. team is usually more, he's he's likely to score, but the team is likely to lose. Can I ask you a question? Who's your favorite comedian working right now? Who do you think is like your goat right now? Right now, outside of Christian Polanco, right, uh, you gotta start with the top <laughs> of the list. I mean, look, g- g- uh, I mean, who's the goat right now? No, who's who, your who's your favorite? Who's my like the, favorite? What, what, oh, I want to go see them do an hour. Uh, well, I just saw Shang Wang special, and it was mind blowing. It was yeah, so yeah. hilarious. He so. looks like a completely different. Person, a, by the way. Looks, just a side. He's Yoko Ono. Shang Wang was a, a dear friend. Uh, you know, he used to do my show all the time. Great, great guy. A great, great friend. Uh, hilar- and I'm so happy he got uh, his. Netflix but I know when he had short hair, and he wasn't a DJ apparently <laughs> on cruise boats. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so Shang Wang. Yeah, me and you are headlining a show. Shane Wang pops in the green room, says, hey, fellas, happen to be in town. I just want to hang out. I look at you and I go, yeah, we should toss him a little time at Shane Wang. Right, right, right. Of course. Right? We don't have a lot of time on the show. So we say, yo, Shane, you want to go up for five, maybe ten up top? What do you think Shane's going to say? He's... um. He'll say, yeah, he'll be, I think, he, yeah, especially comedian, him in particular. Yeah, he'll be like, yeah, in the world the would be like, no, unless they're like drunk or high. Not that he is. <laughs> unless you have yeah, to be yeah. like on some substance to be like, oh, I'm not good to go up right now. Right. You know what I mean? He wouldn't get up and smack a bottle <laughs> off the table and be like, don't you dare disrespect me like that. Break Y'all all the, are doing cut all the stuff. microphone cords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's ripping lights off the ceiling. <laughs> Shang, get down from there, bro. He's not walking out of there disrespected. Right, right. And that's, uh, it seems like. Pick someone with even more, like, sort of a name attached to them. Because Shang is is big name, but he's up and coming. Someone who only, Tom Segura happens to be there. Tom's not saying, no, I'm not getting up. Right. This, this it's, I, it's pretty rare that uh, or they, almost like, any comedian would not appreciate. They may be like, I don't want to take your moment. Yeah, they, they, they might say that. Yeah, but they don't want to be like, oh, this is your show, dude. If I go up there, it might be. I get that. But no one's going to be like, how dare they ask me to do 10? Right, right, right. Only. I should be doing a full hour. As a, and there's been weird controversies in comedy with this. Like, remember... Uh, the well, what's his what's her t- Ben just Skolnick said CR7 was as mad as Christian's wife after the last <laughs> she wasn't mad at we all we gotta talk about that we can talk about that she found yeah, it funny yeah, anyway yeah. um the where are you sleeping now couch or no, no, no. <laughs> I mean I mean like look I've been in the studio for yeah. like, I haven't my, showered in eight days my wife asked if you could get your stuff out of our apartment <laughs> um the remember the the thing with Godfrey and T.I. Remember this, but this was a different case. Where I don't remember that, but I so know Ti was trying to be a comic. Godfrey is God. likes to fashion himself as sort of like the old guard in comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but he's a you know, I would say definitely legend in the game. He's been in around it for a long time and yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very well respected. Super funny, very well respected in comedy. And um, but this Ti went up on stage after Godfrey headlined, which is. You don't do. You don't do that. That's a hundred percent disrespectful. And they had headliner a- is the guy <laughs> is the, the top. If, if Ti said, "Yo, can I get some time up top?" That's that's within, uh, like the guy. I mean, like the code in comedy. You right. don't go up. You know, you don't go up after headliner. Right. He, he ra- may have not known that. If the rap duo of Alexis and Christian are opening a show for Ti, he goes out, smashes. 
does his biggest hit, walks off stage, says peace, and then we go back up and go, no, it's time for one more. <laughs> We've disrespected T.I. You know what I mean? Clearly. Um, and then, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, yeah, this was a big thing. And 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 Godfrey and T.I. had to, like, squat, you know, had to squash their beef because it was, it was a real thing because Godfrey talked about it on his show. And then, uh, then T.I. ended up calling in. And, look, it didn't... I look. I'm a comic, so I'm not gonna. There's no way I'm siding with Ti. It, it, it was just I don't. I don't really understand what he was sort of arguing for because it's like if it was like he's you said, arguing that he's Ti. Yeah, he's essentially, he's just like yeah. I'm just trying to do this, and he sort of implied like Goffrey was trying to keep him from doing from being a comic. I'm like. I mean, look, as a comic, I'm like, bro, you're not a comic. I don't know what to say. I mean, like, yeah, unless yeah. you're, you, you know, I've literally done it for a, 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 a long time and you put in the time. You certainly ain't a comic enough to yeah, be you're, a, yeah. you're a goddamn hip-hop legend, bro. Yeah. Like, that's where we're giving you that that respect. Right. So uh, so that that's kind of like, there is a, um, in comedy, there there might be that, the, the, you know, some, some sort of sense of ethics and stuff like that. And there has to be that in, obviously, in football as well, where this, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. Uh, uh, you know, to me, uh, Ronaldo is completely like tainting his legacy and is embarrassing on top of all the other stuff outside of the game that he's already dealt with. Yeah, he's already kind of tainted his legacy. But yeah. if you're willing to separate his personal life from his career, now he's doing it in his career. Uh, by the way, Crimson Pizza said uh, your girl was so mad she threw all of your bagels in the trash. <laughs> Bro, that's, that's how you know it's over. Grounds for divorce. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I told luckily like these things will be able to survive a nuclear war. <laughs> um, I guess Ti can have whatever he'd want. Yeah, I mean it's similar in the case that this is an ego play from Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. This is, well, I can do whatever I want. How dare you disrespect me? People buy tickets to see me. I'm the big name. Blah, 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 blah. I should have been out there from the get-go. I'm not going to go out there for your three-minute pity parade. Blah, 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 blah. It's embarrassing, though. For real. It's embarrassing. What's even more embarrassing are the people who are falling all over themselves to defend him. His his former teammates. Have you seen this stuff? I'm like Roy Keane and, and Ferdinand and all these, like... People that uh, Graham Sunis, all these people that are like, it doesn't matter. Paul 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 Paul, Paul, can, Paul Pogba can, <laughs> looks make, in the mirror <laughs> on the way to the game. Paul Pogba makes one errant pass, and literally it's just like we don't need this stylish buffoonery right. all over the. He's <laughs> dancing everywhere, you know? But the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo can do this, and and people are like. Uh, you know, he's not being respected at the club. He's a legend. He should be this. He should be that. I'm like, how can, doesn't matter how much of a legend he is. How can you support this kind of behavior? It's just, a, it is also it, the it's insubordination, are, right? The it's, it's insupportable is what it is. <laughs> it's the people that are the toughest about, oh, you got to do it for the club and you got to, you know, you got to get out there and you got to play and you got to leave 100% on the pitch. It, those are the people that are defending this. It's Roy un- Keane, Rio Ferdinand. I'm, you made me side with Neville. <laughs> Bro. It's Ew. <laughs> I don't feel good about that. The guy who says we need to exterminate the Americans from the game, basically. <laughs> you got me defending him <laughs> or siding with him. Yeah, Milton said the old heads all defend it. It it makes no sense. Where's the consistency? That's that's my frustration. Where's the consistency with Piers Morgan of all people defended this? That should let you know you're wrong, (laughs) bro. You can't side with Piers Morgan. So he got he got benched in the next game. Um, he got he was first of all he got told he was training with the U23s. 
there was a uh, there's a video of Cristiano Ronaldo when he was at Manchester United, and I guess the, there was Academy kids. They were doing a video, uh-huh. and Cristiano Ronaldo was standing a bunch of a front of kid in front of a bunch of kids, and he's doing like all these crazy super fast step overs. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like not saying anything. He's just doing step overs. Someone took that video, that clip, and said Cristiano Ronaldo training <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> just a bunch of kids staring at him. They had me rolling, dude. Dude. I was. I showed D, and she's like, "Get this fucking phone away from me." <laughs> I'm like, "That was funny, though." It's very. Um, look, it, it's hard to uh, uh, continue to justify it, but like I said, like the, it, it just seems like where's the consistency of if you don't like players that are acting bigger than a club, why don't you criticize them when they act bigger than the club? So respect to Flex, because Crimson Pizza said even Flex was uh, reluctantly like Alexis is right. I said this at the beginning of the season. I said, this is going to turn into a, a, a circus. Yeah. He's not about to be a bench player. I don't know why you're doing this. I don't know why you're doing this to a new manager. And let's not, let's not, let's call it what it is. What is it? The, la- the last nine matches, Manchester United have what? Six wins, two draws and a loss. That's progress. That's a that's a a significant step uh, forward from where they were last season and where they where people expected them to be come the end of the season. Now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you got a manager that seems to be getting people to play well. They seem to be playing better without Ronaldo, and you still want Ronaldo to be involved and to be the namesake and to be the face of the club because he's your goat. And look, I got to give credit to Flex because at the beginning of the season, he said, yo, he's the goat. You got to give him the respect. You got You want to have him on the team. He was the top scoring uh, player last season. This is the type of guy you want. He's good for morale, blah, 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 blah. And I've tried to be like, yo, this ain't going to be good. And now you're seeing it not be good. And even his has been like, all right, this ain't good. Yeah. This isn't how it's supposed to be. This isn't good for the club to continuously do this. Now you're pitting fans against each other where, you know, look, there's already been fans kind of against each other. There's ones that wear green and 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 what is it, green and blue? I don't know. What do you mean? Wear like a the different Manchester kit? United fans, you know, they wear the old old colors. Oh, right, right, right. It's like yeah, light the, green and it's dark like, green. They look like Norwich. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Bit, yeah. You've got those fans. You've got the Glazer out people. You've got the Glazer in people. Even at the Fan Fest, how many signs did we see? There was like a, gla- a lot of Glazers out yeah, can also, in Philadelphia, which is I also men- strange. <laughs> can I mention one thing that just made me laugh so hard? Wow. This is, to me, I don't ever, I don't care. You support the sport however you want, okay? But if I'm going to correct every English person I walk in, I walk, I walk in front of and say, it's not Martinez, it's Martinez. If I'm going to do that, then y'all got to stop chanting in, in, in an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got it. Y'all making me look bad now. That stupid dude who said it was uh, supporter, not fan. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. There was a yeah. The guy that he came up to me and literally like he was like, "Hey, are you?" Uh, he was calling us both over, and I was like, "I'm not talking." Yeah, this yeah. Guy. But he kept literally kept calling me over. I'm like, I'm like, I, I thought it was something important. I thought it was gonna be like I lost my wallet or something. Right, right. <laughs> you know, my I, I lost my '93 Camry. Yeah. Where <laughs> can you tell yeah, me this guy? This guy 100 look like I can't find the only key I have <laughs> to my mom's station wagon. But he he called me over, and he's like, it looked like it was gonna be super important. Uh, very important. And he just he's like, hey, hey, it's supporters, not fans. And I'm like. I know. What the hell? I'm like, literally, that's exactly what I said. I'm like, I know. And then a guy next to him was just like, what the hell is he doing? Like, it just made no nah, sense. It was stupid. It was like, hey, uh, they're watching us. Can we try to be as super English as possible? <laughs> that said, the Manchester United fans, when the guy wearing the full Liverpool suit got up, he's on TV. Yeah. He started chanting. Super like, nice guy. Super nice guy. He was retiring from wearing a Liverpool suit. <laughs> it's already embarrassing for him. He's the guy who wears a Liverpool suit. He's, <laughs> but he but got a very there. gentle and kind guy. Just a nice guy. Said hello to him. Great guy. Great guy. Sweetheart. Uh, they started chanting, 
I don't know what it was, so I'm paraphrasing something like you dirty scousers, but the dirty scousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In an English accent. Bro, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> you ain't got no dog in this you fight. You know a scouser? Dude, no. have you met a scouser? Have you ever eaten scouse? <laughs> I need to see a hemorrhoid before I'm willing to accept that you can say that. This is embarrassing. But we've been there. Yo. We've been there. We black for this. <laughs> On a toilet paper. <laughs> what do our neighbors think we do in here? That I would love to know. I want to interview. They're going to knock one day. <laughs> they're just like, what's going on? like, you're on the show. <laughs> show us your hemorrhoids. Um, Sign this release. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen Charlie again, did you? Uh, what you would call it? It's just so embarrassing. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. Uh, I mean, look, if you're all in your own pub or whatever, you know, you want to yeah. mimic what you see on the crowd. You want to be a part of the atmosphere. I get it. It's also the one thing I don't like that we may mimic from uh, English uh, Premier League culture and just English football culture is like hating, like truly hating supporters of another club. Like a, of even a, a rival club. Even You mean your neighbor from down the block you've got no problem with? Because he likes a different team that plays overseas. <laughs> like the we, there's no way we we can we can pick and choose what we want about the, right. the about the culture. And there's even I'm an Everton fan. So for me to build up some sort of resentment or hatred, you don't even a, have that a, strong of a rivalry though. A Merseyside rivalry, it's like, hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's like, a, I guess it's, is it, is it, it's mired in some respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine I was like, no Tottenham fans listening to this show. <laughs> It'd be stupid. It'd be very, very silly. So, I'm not doing any comedy shows with any Tottenham fans. So, yeah, when, when you're. Uh, supporters. <laughs> when you're mimicking the, the, the hatred of another, of a club, it's exactly that. You're mimicking. You're not, you're, it's not coming from a genuine place. You don't, that you don't know a, Tottenham supporter that you've you've had a scrap with or you've right. been in school and you you know had a real problem with another Tottenham supporter. No, it just didn't happen. You ain't afraid to get on the friendly bus. bants. That's it. That's why that's what we're gonna take, bro. That's so stupid. <laughs> Have a good time with it. Roasting. But it was like there's a dirty sky. I can't remember the the chant. It was so so dumb. I was just like, y'all embarrassing yourself. <laughs> so. And me. <laughs> Which I think is the most important part. By the way, was it Nick Red quoted me? He said, uh, show me your show me your hemorrhoid. <laughs> I need to see a hemorrhoid. Quote, Alexis Guerrero's October 24th, <laughs> Okay. You know, put it on but, an inspirational <laughs> quote. On put a, a little cat <laughs> hanging from a tree with that underneath it. I need to see it. Mike <laughs> Thomas calls it soccer cosplay, which I agree. It's very, agree. you know what? That's a great way to put it, uh, Mike Thomas. Great way to put it. Because it's so like, uh, you know, I remember this early on. And I've got some friends that do this. But I would go to the Arsenal bar. You know, or pub. Some of them are pubs. I go to some of them to go watch a couple games. I don't do it as often now because, you know, we have to like live tweet and stuff. And yeah, it's yeah. so early in the morning. But I used to do this and uh, someone would be like, hey, let me buy you a pint. Cool. It's a pint. Right. I'll accept that. And then they're like, cheers, mate. And I'm like, all, all right. right. <laughs> I'm going I'm to draw the line somewhere, bro. You from Minnesota. I can get my Bobby hat on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> I gotta do that. How much? How much are we leaning into this? Yeah. You need to not tip on that beer. 
<laughs> let me see you get away with that. Yo, let me see your NHS card, bro. Yo, facts. <laughs> facts. Bro. Bro, I need to see your Oyster card something. Uh, Andrew Johnson said, a random Man United fan from Cincinnati called me a pikey while we were watching Man United versus West Ham. I hope that's not some sort of slurp, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry if you I'm, I'm upset assu- somebody. <laughs> I'm assuming it's, uh, you know, something they call uh, West Ham fans. Uh, so. Ridiculous uh, overall, ridiculous decision. Camilo Garcia said a Liverpool fan tried to fight me at a pub because I was wearing a United jersey. Bro. Bro. It's, it's, it's literally absurd. These are, I, uh, Mikey doesn't sound huggable. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, they, these are the type of, like, no one else in that person, whoever tried to fight you, no one else in their life likes them. They don't have a healthy relationship yeah, at home. There's no way. No. There's these no are way. these are people that are deranged and have picked a club. <laughs> okay, yeah. They had a mental health condition before they've chosen their Premier League club. Justin Ferber said, Oi, bruv, you fitting it for a bruising? <laughs> bro, the, the the level at which I'd laugh at someone. <laughs> and by the way, I've hung out with Tottenham fans in London. Yeah. I'm wearing an Arsenal kit. And you know what it was? Light banter. Yeah. Nobody tried to fucking bottle me, bro. <laughs> yeah, it gets uh it gets a little absurd. Definitely there's a lot of there's a bit of overcompensating. Andrew Jansen said it's a racial slur for white gypsies, which I think gypsy is also a slur. Gypsy Yeah, yeah I think you have to say traveler now. <laughs> I, 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 we're really down. I don't know. You know, if only there was a bunch of American-born Manchester United fans that we could ask about the history of it. And by the way, the Manchester United fans weren't the only ones, but they were the ones who were They're doing pretty, like regional disrespect. And it's like they were, you ain't they from were the, that region. They were the loudest uh, for sure. Yeah, but they were the only ones that were doing that. Like you know, the Tottenham fans weren't chanting. Yeah, I you think know. I think overall, like when uh, in in. Uh, sort of scenarios like that, you just kind of want as much of a... It's a Premier League fan fest, right? It should be a festival of fans for the Premier League, right? We should be having a good time enjoying the fact that we're soccer fans in the United States, right? and we don't really have many other people that we can kind of share this with. We get to enjoy the game without getting stabbed. And now, (laughs) isn't that a wonderful thing? So we that's all we want. I don't know what you want. Yeah. But. You must want something different. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so it's a, uh, so it, it is absurd. So look, overall, Mike, Mike Thomas said, throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound very regional in England to me. So the, uh, look, uh, overall, we got to this place by talking about Ronaldo's decision to just walk out and, and, and it led to a lot of other things, a lot of other parts Crimson of the pizza, I think, put it the way most Americans should handle it. I watch the Arsenal matches at a local Gunnar bar, and we're all chill, and then a Tottenham guy walks in, and we all booed, but then we all drank our beer and yelled at the TV, not each other. That's how you do it. That's beautiful. Light banter. <laughs> That's what the game is about, okay? Um, so, uh, so look, speaking of Manchester United, they did uh, draw their match against uh, Chelsea, which was a, a pretty big, uh, it was Casemiro's first goal, I believe. Yeah, first goal with the club. Came at the right time. Um, I couldn't have, I, I almost walked away from this match two or three times. It was a little, a little bit dull. Oh, my God. Penalty, uh, and Jorginho scored it. Was, was the penalty kind of fishy? What happened? Uh, this is one where McTominay oh, no, wrapped uh, 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 Broja. Yeah. Broja, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It looked- uh, didn't get called uh, against uh What's you call it? On the who did we play? Who did Arsenal play? Arsenal played uh, um, yeah, uh, Southampton. Uh, Southampton. And we, oh yeah, drew. against uh, Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. yeah. 
Where, where's the consistency, right? refs? How dare you disrespect Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> so the and it is an interesting thing because even that play. That he's, he's not, it doesn't get caught. I don't know if it's, the refs have been told to call it more. Well, this season they said we don't want to have like frivolous penalties, right? They want right. you could, you're, the, you're allowed to make a judgment call now. It's not just like, hey, if anything gets touched, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a weird way to put it. <laughs> don't not touch yeah. my hemorrhoids, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But continue to show it to me. Um, which one, uh, is this a penalty hugging someone and going down? I mean, uh, holding someone and they go down. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, to me, it's without a doubt a penalty. Yeah, I don't think there's too much of a complaint from. Uh, I mean, even though Scott McTominay was complaining quite a bit, so uh, I think that's a way to keep Ronaldo from walking off the pitches if you hug him. <laughs> just, you know, just like, hold him. Nice little bear hug. You know, you ain't going nowhere, bro. I'm ten hog. <laughs> I got you. You just, you, I guess, all you needed was a hug, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but the fact that. Um, who was it? Uh, the fact that Chelsea couldn't hold on uh, to this lead uh, and gave up this goal, I think, just led to I don't know uh, more questions whether they um, they should have beaten a team like uh, like Manchester United. They you know they're home. Yeah, yeah, they're home. Odds are, I mean, look, whenever they play each other, it's basically a draw. It's like was basically it, boring. Was the uh, was the point better for Manchester United or or losing the two points worse for uh, for Chelsea? The answer is yes. They're both. both, both. Yeah. Okay. No, the answer is one hundred percent. Chelsea needed those points badly. They're in fifth. Manchester United needed those points badly. They're now in sixth. This was the best possible outcome for Arsenal. A better outcome for Arsenal would have been if Arsenal had won their match against uh, Southampton. But I also kind of like the fact that the fan base is already talking about this is kind of like a uh, this was a terrible result and it was a draw away. I mean, yeah, there came a time not that long ago where a draw away would have been like, oh, all right, all right, mm-hmm. you know, especially a place like St. Mary's, which is not easy to win. So I, I think it's mainly given that Manchester City is Manchester City. And you know that they, you know, when it comes to that, the loss to Liverpool was now feels like a fluke, especially after Liverpool lose to um, to Nottingham Forest, which is another result. Insane. This is absolutely insane. Not is and it isn't like they didn't have a lot of chances. Dean Henderson was unreal. Did you see the the video of him flipping off? Uh, yeah, the fans. <laughs> Somebody gave him a middle finger. And he's like he waved at him to 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 point out, hey, I see that. And, and then he flipped. How off. about one of my own? <laughs> you know. Okay. Nice little big old middle finger keeper's glove. Also, when's the last time you celebrated a keeper wearing a hat, bro? Dude, I mean, I'm glad he's bringing it back. People are saying he should bring back the the Yashin, the news newsboy. Yeah, bro. is that what it's called? The, the Yashin? No, that that's the player. Oh, Yashin I was, was like, the what the hell? But, uh, he's uh, he's the player who uh, yeah. wore it because uh, in, in, it's old timey. It's old timey, bro. bro it'll be fire. Bro. You got a little paper route, and then you're gonna go, you know, get a clean sheet. Just one of the greatest players ever, Yashin Bay. Good for Yashin. <laughs> like four people will get that joke. Exactly. Um, uh, it's an if it's an impeding action, it should be called. It's a soft penalty, but it's a penalty. Says Camilo Garcia. Kirby D said the other thing. I look. I agree. Uh, with that penalty call uh, in talking specifically about Manchester United, we, we already kind of moved past the Ronaldo conversation. W- Ronaldo leaves in January. Looks like he might be going to Chelsea. This is the rumor, right? Well, the, the last I heard was that it, it, in the, in this summer that Manchester United wanted a fee for Cristiano Ronaldo and they were willing to let him go, but no champions league club made an offer for him. Right. Uh, Piers Morgan mentioned that a Saudi Arabian club offered 130 million. How we? T- 
Why is Piers Morgan coming up twice on this show? This is crazy. <laughs> Again, the most embarrassing <laughs> Arsenal fan. Please welcome Ben Shapiro, everybody. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Literally, everybody you hate is yeah. joining us on the show. We got to put a sign on the door that says, you might get punched if you walk <laughs> in here. Um, so, so, yeah, so that was the, the, the rumor. Now, it seems like they're willing to let him go in January for free. Mm-hmm. Just like somebody take him off our hands because uh, I think he's just too much of a distraction. But do you think he leaves in January? I do think he leaves and I do think he goes to another Premier League club, which he wanted to do anyway. Remember, he wanted to go to City. Yeah. So the question I have is just his playing career. Does it has his legacy already been tarnished or will it f- finish the job if he goes to another Premier League club? I think I think his legacy is, uh, yeah, I think it is tarnished. I mean, I, I, to me, it's one of those, um, like, when you do a, a stand-up set, people usually remember the last joke. That's usually, they leave the show remembering yeah. the last joke that you did. Right. Uh, and, and they barely, if they had a good time, they usually don't om- remember almost any of it. That's usually how it works. Right, like wedding, people just remember the food in the open bar. Right. Maybe the, the DJ. So... Um, I think the you know how he's closing the curtains and how he's closing the show is uh, I think is what is he's going to be remembered by. Yes, he had a lot of great moments in the Premier League, obviously in La Liga and in Champions League and and in the Euros and blah blah blah. Like he he'll he'll still be like a commodity, but from from I think his peers, his teammates, former teammates. They kind of remember. They're ride or die, apparently. But I, but I think for for the most part, the people are going to be like, "What the hell was he doing? What is the point of this? What is your? You, we all know people get older, their their abilities diminish, and he's not even really that yet, right? He's not like he's clearly lost a step or two, but he's not a bad player. I just, I don't get the the emotional sort of outburst because there I don't it doesn't I don't get the sense that he's being mistreated at Manchester United. He's he's being held accountable for maybe his mistakes or lack of defending or, you know, maybe he's not being, he's not doing what he's asked of, but he is not on the type of team where he can, yo, just give me the rock and I'll do what I got to do. It's not yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah. not, Manchester United are not that good. He's Jordan at the Wizards. Right. And it, it, he should have some sort of self-awareness to be, and be able to accept that and be like, yo, I'm not who I was. Right. But I think he sees like Messi starting every game. Why can't yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. like a very childish and ego thing. Of course it is. And then some people celebrate it, right? Like the, the Roy Keens of the world are like, he's a striker. He's selfish. And, and, and that's what he wants to do. And, and he's going to get you goals and all that stuff. But that doesn't mean it's that, that is, uh, is what we should kind of, we should give him what he wants at the detriment of the team. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't reward that type of activity. Also, at the end of the day, I want a selfish striker who only cares about themselves until it's to the detriment of the club. And if right. you're if you're doing that, then you got to get off the squad. I, look, I said Manchester United were, you know, Arsenal two or three years ago. They seem to be Arsenal last season. This is this mimics the Obama Yang situation so closely. Very much so. This is and the conversation that the fan base was having. Uh, obviously, we're friends with troops. We were hanging out with him not too long ago. The dude is still defending Obama Yang, bro. Still, <laughs> the dude's on Chelsea. The dude, they're like, yo, yeah, they they're homies. I mean, yeah. he's gonna look after. Which I get, you know. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if but it's like just accept the reality. Like even even your friends can make poor decisions. But also have enough respect for your friends to be like, yo. 
I'm kind of glad you off the squad, man. <laughs> I would be able to say that. Maybe not many people can, but I'd be able to say that. Also, no matter what I say, people are like, oh, he's just kidding. You know, it's kind of great. <laughs> I can kind of be as disrespectful as I want. Um, but uh, yeah, to me, it's like there's still fan base, uh, still part of the fan base is still defending Obama Yang. This is something that's going to tail on for a long time. Yeah, Manchester I, lo- United. I love this from Mike Thomas. He said, uh, he says, Ronaldo Def talks to the mirror every morning, telling himself what a handsome and talented man he is. No, 100%. <laughs> His daily affirmations he might i don't know if you saw there's like a movie with uh a bunch of guys are in uh lebron james's house no do you see this it's a remake of house party oh okay but it's like a bunch of cleaning people sneak into lebron or like get stuck in lebron james's house or 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 you know yeah like squat there and they throw a big party and the the way they realize is lebron james's house is the mirror has a hologram of LeBron James going, hey, you're the greatest ever, <laughs> and you're wonderful. <laughs> Bro, if you think yeah, for if, one moment... If LeBron has this, there's no yeah. way. That- <laughs> if you think for one moment they didn't get that idea from Cristiano Ronaldo's house, you dead wrong, bro. <laughs> there also has to be a like an elite athlete group chat. You know what I mean? Oh. There, there's a WhatsApp group that's like LeBron, Messi, Ronaldo. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you think there's a group chat where Messi and Ronaldo are in it at the same time? I ha- there has to be. There has to be. Who posts more? Oh, gotta be Ronaldo. Gotta be Ronaldo. 100%. <laughs> Memes that aren't even funny. He's just posting. Messi them. will just like like a post once a month. You yeah, know, yeah, do yeah. one thumbs up and then. <laughs> did you see the video of Messi honking his girl's ass? <laughs> I didn't know. I did not oh, see that. Dude, I got to send this to you. Yeah, you got to send it to oh, me. Dude. Why is it Why is it interesting? The hand-eye coordination. <laughs> is the Im- skill, the grace. Ray Hudson's doing yeah. the call. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, when I saw it, I yelled magisterial. <laughs> Uh, well, good for him. Look at him. Okay, honk, look, honk. that's his lady. Oh yeah, little squeeze. Wow. We're not even, gonna- bro. He went, <laughs> he went left butt cheek, middle. Most I, people don't go middle. I hate. Look, I feel <laughs> you I, saw him go middle and then right cheek. <laughs> he gave three honks. And one of them. I feel bad that this was filmed right, because it's a very personal moment. But it is in a public space. He's, you know, he. It's a beautiful thing. This is love. I'm just. <laughs> but it is, it's a. You know, we don't need to see this necessarily, but because there's some a creepy person filming it. But not really. This was a people. Someone being like, "Yo, this messy." Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> bro, this is love, bro. No, I. Res- if you don't see me palmed up with wifey's <laughs> ass, some there's a problem, bro. Uh, but no, good for him. Good for them. You want to show it on the stream? No, I don't want to show. <laughs> it. I figured that's why you didn't ask me to send it. Go look at my Twitter. Go to go to <laughs> Mike Thomas called it the hat trick. <laughs> hey, he got all three, bro. Kids always trying to score. Doesn't matter the angle. You feel me? Uh. Uh, man, so uh, so, but no, I, I I do think there has to be some level of communication between these. Uh, you know, David Morales says, give the play by play analysis. <laughs> so they're both sitting, kind of leaned up against, kind of like a uh, like a small wall, umurro, if you will, right? Yeah. And you know those things where like you're just kind of sitting, you're just kind of relaxing. So like. You know, the whole, both their, both their butt cheeks are just laying on this thing, right? And he's sitting next to her and he's talking to her, having a regular conversation. And as he's talking, he just gets in there. And no reaction from her either. This is just foreplay. Maybe this is their sign of, I want to go home. I'm they done still, doing. He still got it. Bro. He still got it. So he goes, closes butt cheek to him. Honk, honk. Middle. 
people don't know him. You never see the middle. <laughs> he went in for the middle. And then once okay. he, I guess, I don't know what he honked there. Maybe tickled a little bit. <laughs> then you go to the right cheek. Honk, honk. Just to balance. You don't want, you Bro, can't. It's like cutting a cat's just whiskers saying, off. We just know, we've seen it before. Messi can play left wing, right wing, or striker. Bro, <laughs> let's just say he focused on zone 14. And yeah. that, as we know My from statistics. Man, uh, you know. His XB, his expected <laughs> butt. Bro, <laughs> through the roof. Uh, SKC Fan TV said, that's my goat. That's it. The Argentinian <laughs> legend can do as he wishes. So here's what we've seen of Ronaldo and Messi this weekend. <laughs> Ronaldo leaving early. Messi getting it in early. <laughs> uh, Joe Willock called it the Palm Dior. <laughs> <laughs> you got to appreciate it. Well done. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> wow. Kirby D said it's just healthy PDA. I agree. It is. I agree. It's I just, beautiful. Also, I don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about. I, I don't think so either, but I the person filming should be a little bit embarrassed. I don't think so. Yo, you just, you know, it's like imagine you're just filming your safari and then all of a sudden you see, you know, two, uh, something majestic. <laughs> Or maybe, right, maybe right. you see That's it. Uh, a Messi gazelle just, get, get caressed <laughs> by a lion. Hey, hey. You just happen to be filming. They're in love. It might be a little, you know, more aggressive than what I'm into. Yeah, right. but <laughs> this isn't how I foreplay, but get in. Okay. Uh, a couple other things. <laughs> Man Johnson said, creative attacking midfinger. <laughs> uh, it sounds like that Game of Thrones character. Um, okay. The uh, Stephen Kirby said, most don't know he could play in the back three. <laughs> um the uh, Steven Gerrard, sacked uh, manager for Aston Villa. He is done. Um, they have, uh, who's uh, the new guy? Did they pick one yet? Yeah, it's an interim guy. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The interim. I'm not even thinking it's about that. A. Pochettino is the dude that, that's sort of circling this uh, game. Uh, the other name I also heard is uh, Una Emery. Oh, my God. Leaving, uh, uh, which I don't know why he wanted to leave. I mean, I could understand why he would want to leave Villarreal, but he has uh, clearly a lot of success there. Uh, Europa League. Yeah, he's a he's a Europa Champions League king, bro. Yeah, dude. Um, but these these uh, so what the the, the decision to let go of Steven Jar because I think for a lot of people the the you know they saw they saw his success at Rangers mm-hmm. and they were like, all right, he's gonna he's gonna figure it out in the Premier League. And last season he did they, not. They had a pretty good season, but they've really uh, been poor this year. But then. Uh, the they played uh, who they play against Aston Villa. Play, they just won against Brentford four nil. So when you when you fire the manager and then win four nil the next game, Bro. it feels like the manager was the problem. It's starting to feel like maybe he was stopping the success, yeah, which yeah. is shocking because at Rangers he was so. He had they played in such a progressive style and, you know, they were venturing forward so uh, so aggressively and it was so much fun to watch. And then you get to Aston Villa, and he was like, he just couldn't put it together. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but last season was decent. I think the, uh, you know, and I always go to my uh, Aston Villa expert, Luis Miguel Echegaray, right. uh, who, who wrote... Lifelong a, Villa fan. Uh, who wrote a great thread about um, why uh, why there's just such a difference with the team w- without Steven Gerrard there. Yeah, I noticed he didn't hit that either. And I, I figured it didn't matter at this point. Well, at uh, this point, we got to report. <laughs> so, um, but the, uh, the if you follow uh, Luis Miguel, uh, he just highlights the the 
the the the managerial decisions that the new the, the interim manager made to just like bench certain people to just be like yo this is not your position you shouldn't be playing here and just play a little bit simpler right. uh, and that's what led to more goals it, it was almost like uh, Steven Jarrett was trying to play too much of an advanced uh, way uh, for the players that he had. I mean, this and this is important. It's like you can't, and this was why I was so frustrated with the lack of understanding with the beginning of the Mikel Arteta era. Yeah, which is you you have a system. You can't just be like, all right, everybody take a nap when you wake up. You now know the system. This isn't you know uh, what's a, the Matrix. It takes a while for you to get players in that can play in the system you want. So forcing your system upon a, a, a squad that isn't built to play it is an easy recipe for for failure. Yeah. Uh, so and we're kind of seeing the same thing with Jesse Marshall. So, uh, the, the, the fun thing was um, my Everton group chat, whenever Steven Gerrard Anyone who's Liverpool really fails in any way, yeah. <laughs> they're literally the excitement is just through the roof. So, uh, you know, that's uh, it's always a fun little uh, tidbit when it comes. I've grown to... You know, I'm, I'm like in this group chat and I'm like, damn, do I not hate Steven Gerrard enough? <laughs> no, yeah. Am I really an Evertonian? <laughs> I got to look within myself. <laughs> I got to work and build, you right. know, with this fire from the brim, brimstone. Sometimes I wonder, am I really blue? You know, <laughs> I got uh, to work. I got a lot of like, you know, uh, uh, you know, work to do. Anyway. So let's put that on the let's put that on the line with this next question I'm about to ask you. Is Frank Lampard a better manager than Steven Gerrard? Uh, yeah. Why not? You you think so? I think he's more appreciated. I think <laughs> yeah, like, people like him more. That's how you rate it. He's a nicer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, a great manager. Look how much some of us love him, dude. <laughs> Bro, you see how many Instagram followers man? <laughs> Bro, he's probably cool. the best manager of all time. Sox <laughs> Ferguson ain't got no Instagram followers. No, I think look, um, Everton's win, uh, resounding win against Crystal Palace, huge. Three. What was what was the difference? I think Dominic Calvert Lewin. It just having being back. fit and have, yeah. being there, I think, made a huge difference. Look, Everton is not a tiki taka type of team. We know that. There's um, a lot of tees there. We bro. Got, we gotta throw. We gotta uh, you know hoof the ball forward. Uh-huh. And and Dominic Calvert Lewin w- wins almost every aerial ball that he kind of goes for. He's a big dude. Um, but I think having him fit and and the goal that he scored, uh, which was the first goal. He he defending. He won. He wins the ball back. Uh, it will be getting in uh, gets the, gets the ball. Gets in great position. And then did you see the goal? Did you yeah, see of the course? I, he he hit it around the defense. Like he he just tapped it around the defender. Went around them uh, and then hit it to the to the far post. It was absolutely incredible. It, it's just like not. It's just like not a goal you're used to Everton scoring. No, if Everton had four players. Where I'm like, are you are you sure you're an Everton player? <laughs> uh, Gordon, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Awobi, I'm shocked I'm saying that. Yeah. And Onana. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. He's a beast. There's there, there's a there's a waviness where I'm like, oh, y'all have the beginning of something. Yeah. Like this could be like the culture which you build around. And you also, know? yo, Seamus Coleman. Bringing it back. We got to put some respect on this man's name because <laughs> we got to put some uh we got to put some Essam salt in the hot water bath <laughs> for this man's name. Because Seamus Coleman mm-hmm. had Wolfrey Zaha. On lock, bro. bro. Zaha couldn't do. He was he was giving him a lot of ha-has unless Zaha. <laughs> I tried. Uh, <laughs> I was letting you have it, and I'm like, he gonna find it. <laughs> we'll get it. It takes me a second every once in a while. <laughs> Just a try. <laughs> uh, 
Groqueta Caddy said, Alexis, if Ehow asked you for a couple of personal finance vids, uh, you saying yay or nay? <laughs> Not now, you know. If who asked? You remember. I did used to do those stupid finance videos. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Way back in the day. Bro. But if who asked them? Ehow is the company that I did it for. Oh, I, I'm I thinking I'm thinking Eddie Howe. That's yeah. my wedding. Why, why <laughs> yeah, was yeah. it Eddie Howe? That's his, <laughs> that's his cool uh, early 2000s hip hop name <laughs> when he played for the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> oh yeah, you know C uh, Web. Of course I do. My name's Ehow. Let's go. Uh, I'm going on last after the headliner. Okay, look, we all we all had a we had to pay the bills somehow, right? Oh, I did one of those videos, and they'll barely pay the bill. Um, I I did one of those videos for. Or, um, something like IT related. So yeah, because I did for them Victor or for me, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You connected me with yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. producer, or whatever. Yeah. But I, I intentionally was like, I'm not putting my real name because I didn't want my like really it, people to go find with? it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna say because then people are gonna. <laughs> oh come on! I went with Ehow, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My name's Eddie. <laughs> How you doing? Also known as Ehow. <laughs> You know who still gets those? Uh, Suba. Suba, yeah, because she did it. She did it like uh, some stats she ones did, or math uh, ones. Math ones. Yeah. She's like a crazy mathematician. Yeah, uh, and she still to this day will get people who go to her website and ask her for help with math, <laughs> right. like students. Yeah, bro. All right. Uh, okay. The uh, Kirby D said, "You can see the pain in Christian's face when the joke flopped. You can't win them all, man. Hey, you know what? But that's what that's what makes me different than some of these other other c- comics out there. Okay, that's right. I shoot my shot. Also, sometimes I miss. Okay? Challenge to the fans: find Christian's uh, video, bro. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> okay, it's got to be a wild Latin name. <laughs> wild. It. Uh, I went as Ricky Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty wild. Doesn't get wild. You that. went as Bector LeBeau. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The. Uh, all right. So uh, what we were talking about. Oh, everything. so about Lampard. Uh, I think he, the fact that he is. Uh, again, uh, not uh, managing with some sense of ego and saying, like, let me just keep doing what I'm doing, regardless if it's not getting me the right result, which I think is what Steven Gerrard was doing. Mm-hmm. He's like, These are, this is my belief. We're going to figure it out. And it never did. Meanwhile, Lampard is like, all right, this guy's not doing it. Let me try something else. Giving other people opportunities to, to see what works best. But he, he got all the new signings, benched. All the old players from the Kure is not, um, you know, uh, not starting. Uh, right. They they transferred uh, Alan away. They, they, I think they're they're willing to make changes, which is I think is the sign of a of a good modern man, manager nowadays. And I think the problem with Steven Gerrard is every once in a while it's a big risk to. Uh, every once in a while you'll see a manager sort of take a player and kind of do like almost like a Mourinho, but like. Not blame them, but think like, oh, okay, this is a bad example for the rest of the club, or yeah. this person isn't playing as hard as they should, or isn't training the way that I'm expecting. So you have a tough decision. Do you do you kind of scold them and separate them from the club, or or kind of you know uh, chastise them for it, or do you find a way to put your arm around them? Difficult, right? We talked a little bit about Cristiano Ronaldo. Clearly, that's not working. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, Obama Yang. That worked. Worked really well. You know, it's risky, but it worked. Uh, Steven Gerrard, basically, not benching Mings, but treating Mings like he may have been part of the problem. Right. That seemed to have, that was the moment where it all fell apart for him. 
I agree. I, yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I don't watch Villa week in and week out. I just see the results week in and week out, yeah. and it just seemed like clearly something was wrong. They, it, it, It's gotten to the point where, at the very least, they're like, look, the standards need to be a little bit higher. We're not trying to get relegated again. Um, uh, so, look, uh, you applaud clubs like that for making that uh, decision, even early on, even though, you know, again, I still, I don't think, I didn't get the sense that, Villa fans loved him or anything like that, like as opposed to the the public uh, uh, show of support for Frank Lampard, where right. where Everton has have had so many managers, they you know, and especially the the one before Lampard was a disaster. So I think they're at a point where let's just like, look, he's treating me right right now. Look, yeah. uh, this is what I need right now. I love him, <laughs> but I actually wanted to uh, point this out real quick. I saw this on Reddit. Um, this is a list of all. Uh, so now uh, it's officially every Premier League club has used all five subs. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of teams didn't do this. So you can see um, now that uh, so Everton and Leicester finally used their fifth sub this weekend, uh, which is I thought a very interesting sort of sign. And I, and I wonder what you think it kind of represents. The, the, that, that certain clubs wouldn't even use the, the fifth substitution, do you think it's because they don't even trust that fifth player? Or do you think it's poor management on their part? Because they have, you were a big advocate, Huge of, advocate. Of, the, of the five subs. Not as big an advocate of you switching to a, a spreadsheet. <laughs> you hit <which> show. <laughs> this uh, is nerd chat. <laughs> nothing to do. Forget the spreadsheet. Focus on what I'm saying. The fact that uh, Everton looks like they just used their... Uh, their Everton and Leicester finally used their first Everton, one. Leicester, West Ham, and Bournemouth have only used the fifth sub once. Correct. Uh, I think it just goes to show squad depth. If you look at play, clubs like Brentford has used it the most nine times, small ball, right? They, they go out and they find a bunch of mid-level price players that play above their pay grade, pay above with their cost. So they're going to have more players they have uh, that they're able to use. Um, if you look at a club like uh, Everton, they probably don't have that squad depth. So I don't know if it's Lampard saying like, no, we don't need it because there's a bunch of managers there going. There's a bunch of uh, assistant coaches going like, hey, man, come on. He's like, no, this is the 11 we came with, blah, blah, blah. I don't trust for number four, number five as much. I could see that. I think the issue is as the fifth as the fifth sub keeps getting more and more used and we go a little bit further down in in history of it, having a bit more understanding how to take advantage of having a fifth player that can come on. Mm -hmm. You'll see more. You'll see better and better players being brought in and you'll see more and more academy kids being given those chances to come in. I think it kind of suggests that there are certain clubs that tactically don't have it's not even necessarily about depth because they obviously have the the number of players to you know everybody has the same number of, of players on the roster to be able to make a substitution but it, it, it suggests that there there are certain managers that have tactics in place that they that, that not every player is sort of fit for so they you can't you can't replace five players and still tactically play the same way that's why the lower the, the teams that have used it less to me, that's what sort of implies. Uh, Manchester City is pretty much middle of the ground there. Uh, Manchester City, they've used this six times. but That's, that, that's median. But that also kind of suggests... Uh, Arsenal's only used it three times. I mean, Arsenal has an issue with squad depth. Okay. Still. I don't know, but I, I wonder if there's any correlation between the teams that have used it less and their results on the table. Everton, 
not I, it's not a terror. They're like what in eleventh place currently uh, or twelfth. Uh, Bournemouth, where are Bournemouth at? Um, Bournemouth are in thirteenth. So so Leeds, Wolverhampton, and Nottingham Forest. Uh, Wolves. Uh, where am I missing them? Kirby Wolves. D said, I almost screamed looking at that. I'm using Excel at work right now, and it seems I can never escape data sets. <laughs> I, it's, I, I, th- I think it's an, an interesting thing to look at, especially given that. Mo- I think at the end I- of the season, you'll probably have a better opportunity to suggest uh, if this data has any strong correlation. Sure. Because if you look at a team like uh, Crystal Palace, they've only used it twice, but they've used three subs a lot. So they make their way into uh, the higher percentages. Yeah. And, right. and I don't know that from the looks of this, it doesn't have a strong correlation so I with, wa- uh, with what you're standing on the table. So I wonder, you know, you were a big advocate uh-huh. of the five subs, but if teams are not using it, do we even need it? I actually want to say that I think we should take it away so that you never put an Excel spreadsheet on the show ever again. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of this. I don't. I think it's too early to tell. It's new for a lot of people, even though they used it during the, the sort of no fan years. I think it's still kind of new, and I think I've, I'm a big proponent of taking, taking advantage everywhere you can. Uh, all your throw-ins, um, if they're close to the – if you're in the final third – they should all be long. You should always be putting your defender on the back heel. Every opportunity you have to gain an advantage mm-hmm. should absolutely be used. And if the fifth sub is a way for you to do that, then then do it. How that how you can do that, I think we'll see as we go along. But the the first coach that really is able to sort of use a fifth sub to some high degree of of effectiveness, then absolutely. Personally, I would say your fourth and fifth sub should be super fast and super hard to get off the ball. If you're up, bring those guys in. Have them run to the corners with the ball. Go ahead, I dare you to take it from them. Okay. All right. Well, Alexis should be the manager of Aston Camilo Villa. Garcia actually has a great point. He said, uh, "Can you show me how to run macros next?" <laughs> Happy to. We don't need you to find the uh, in the the, the <laughs> IT video. He just did one for you. I'm just look. All I'll say for anybody who is interested in being an Excel expert, <laughs> uh, learn the VLOOKUP function. That's all I'll say. Learn the VLOOKUP function is what it, it is. It will it will get you a salary as some job, some data job or whatever. It's one of the best features in in Excel, and it's helpful in almost every sort of practical way. No matter what business you work in, learn VLOOKUP. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna. You deserve that. <laughs> but I'm gonna let you have your moment. But I'm also say, uh, you know, when I was in look, college, all right, look, Felix said. Uh, VLOOKUP is everything. That's- Yo, Felix Dalgao never <laughs> meant, never talks in here, bro. He was lurking until you heard VLOOKUP. Uh, I used to, uh, when I was managing property, I used to, I sold investment property for like two years while I was in college. And these guys used to do a, a profit and loss sheet by paper. And then mm. they would fax it Yikes. to investors. And I was like, yo, this is so dumb. You guys are wasting so much time. What if that person's not near the facts? They're not getting it. And they're like, oh, you got a faster way of doing it? I'm like, yeah, email, bro, or text. <laughs> and they were like, oh, how are you going to do that? I'm like, you, the only, the most important thing is the percentage. 
If we know we have investors that say, I won't step on anything that doesn't have 5% at least return on investment, we need to do the return on investment and then text those people. And they're like, oh, you're just going to be spending all day on your phone? I'm like, don't you think that's better than standing in front of this old machine that other people need to have toner and paper for? And what I did was, to make this a little bit faster, I created a spreadsheet that actually amortized the loan. You can change your, um, I should bring this in and show it on the show if you brought yours. You can actually put your down payment. You can put your second mortgage. You could do everything. Show your full profit and loss. And immediately, as soon as you put those three things in, uh, and then obviously you put your insurance and your cost of water and electricity, boom, immediately populated. And it turned green if it was above five or red if it was below. I took that, took that percentage. Sometimes I would email it. Sometimes I would text it. Bro, I was getting people in and out of investment properties left and right. Wow. I was, bro, people were like, how are you doing this so fast? <laughs> and all it took was learning that there is an amortization function in Excel. Did you know that? Uh, no, I have not used it. No. You know the difference between a regular loan and an amortized I loan? Don't, I do not. I do not. Oh, an amortized loan, uh, interest is calculated every day. Oh, okay. So it adjusts. Look at that. Look, I look. Oh. David Lloyd just said, this is why Levitar signed you guys. <laughs> Nick Red said, Alexis Trump properties. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get it. <laughs> Alexis looking at Christian talking about V lookup, like the audience looking at TI. <laughs> I've actually used V lookup a couple of times. I'm a big fan of Excel spreadsheets, but not on a comedic soccer podcast. <laughs> they realize that cutting ads for Excel and stuff, Miller Light, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I'm hanging out with my friends, Christian, <laughs> we're, we're just doing Excel spreadsheets. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Not a day goes by. I don't Google some Excel function. There's so many in there, bro. <laughs> okay. St. Tali's Excel tutorials. Um, okay. Anything uh, Anything else? Of- Omar Ramirez said, Alexis, then how'd you end up here? <laughs> bro, a lot of mistakes. Yo, it's a long story. Um, anything else we should make sure we cover before we wrap uh, up? Please. Jesse Marsh. Oh, yeah. Jesse Marsh. Will he make it to Christmas? Yes or no? He will, but these losses are, they're looking bad. I, I Look, Tyler Adams didn't play in the last game. I, I know some people were concerned that, you know, there's injuries, uh, these pre-World Cup injuries. I think this this time is a little strange because you can tell, uh, um, you know, I think t- to some degree players don't want to get injured before the World Cup. Right. And managers need them to play, but are they are they playing with, are they playing at 100%? Are they really going in for every tackle, every challenge? Is that on the back of their minds? Like, yo, I might miss the World Cup. These, like, everybody's seeing injury after injury to their, you know, uh, to, to to their teammates or a player on another team. Rafael Varane just got uh, injured. They said he might be out three weeks, uh, putting a little bit of concern uh, for his World Cup status for France. So... There's I th- so th- this is what I'm sort of holding on to I think for for Leeds and for Jesse Marsh I think I think he needs a little bit of time uh you know I think you know Patrick Bamford needs to come into his own and not you miss know penalties. miss penalties yeah. like that um but do you think and this is why I think Steven Gerrard was sacked is cuz I don't think they've spent the Grealish money yet you're not going to let Steven Gerrard do that Especially if you don't trust them. Okay, sure. I mean, yeah, I don't know how they spent the money or not, but... What I'm saying is you don't give him another transfer window if you don't trust that he's going to be there anyway. Right. Right? Do you think they'll do that for Jesse Marsh? Uh, give him another transfer window, knowing this this might not be the answer. I believe he is. I believe he's he had, will get it with time. He's had one transfer window. Uh-huh. Um, so I think so. Yeah, I think one more. 
is uh, is you know he I think he deserves one. He he kept the team up uh, when you know some people did not expect him to. Right, they mm-hmm. got rid of their uh, of uh, Marcelo Bielsa when he people fans did like him. Yeah, but he was in a relegation battle fairly late into the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I get that. So he's had one. Um, He's had one transfer window, brought in Brendan Arrington, brought in Tyler Adams, and the the American marketing What's machine. What's the other dude? Sinistera? What did you uh, say? Sinistera, yeah. Colombian, right? I think yeah. he is. Um, Incredible player. So it's just, I, I think the concern for Leeds is uh, they're just giving up too many goals. They're, they're having the same problem that they have with Bielsa. They're just giving up too many goals. Yeah. Uh, and that is the, the you know, they should have gotten a point from the game against Fulham. They, sh- they, they all these matches, they should have gotten a point against Arsenal. They just, they just coming up short every single time. It's like, and, and it isn't that they're not scoring goals. Uh, they score goals from time to time, but the, this, their defending seems to be atrocious. So uh, I have, I have a way where I think I can save U.S. soccer and I can save Jesse Marsh's job with one move. Can you guess? Um, Pulisic. Yep. Yeah. Sign Pulisic. I mean, changes everything. I think so. He's an aggressive, he's an aggressive, uh, you know, pressing winger. Good with the ball. Good creatively. In fact, I almost, based on, based on what I've seen from him, I'm almost ventured to guess he's better when he's more instinctual and creative than he is when he's input into a system system. And what I like about Leeds is when you get to the final third, it is about more creativity than it is specifically. This player is going to do this. This player is going to do that. Yeah. Um, I think he would work out really well on that team. I think it would also kind of give, I think it would give Leeds the, okay, we are going to lean into this whole America, you know, major Leeds soccer thing. Yeah. We are going to lean into this whole American thing. And I think it actually makes them a much better squad. And for the value that they're going to ask, that Chelsea's going to ask, I don't think it's that much. What are they going to pay? What are they going to ask? 30, 40 million max? Well, uh, yeah, the last uh, report I saw was that Newcastle was going to make an offer. And I think it's, I think Chelsea wants some, somewhere around 40 for him. And they can get it. And I think the, the, you know, the value of Christian Pulisic as a player is, is high. But I also think as the, the, uh, that American commodity and and that marketing kind you of do give yourself a nice bump in fans in america if you so sign I, everybody's aware of it and that and i think that's why todd Bowley doesn't want to get get rid of him because they're like uh yeah but if you're if your coach isn't playing him then yeah yeah look he came into the game uh against manchester united uh, late in the game but it's, it, it seems like no matter what manager he plays under they all see him as it's like super sub um and he, we all know he does, that's not why he wants to be um but i honestly i honestly think I don't think I think Leeds would be fun and the vibes would be crazy, but I think he's a better fit at Newcastle. I think he would be spectacular at Newcastle. I, I also oh we didn't even talk about Miguel Almiron. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, five goals in five games ever since Jack Grealish slandered him, bro. Drag, Jack, <laughs> Jack Grealish talks shit, and now boom, what is it? Jack Grealish has five goals in thirty-seven appearances. I. Uh, Miguel Amiron has it, has it in the last five. Well, th- th- this this is an interesting thing that people are always talking about Jack Grealish and how many goals and hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars, hundred million pounds. Uh, and they're like, oh, the, the, but this is, he he the the contributions to goals uh, and assists is his goal contributions are not very high. He plays with Holland, but he's also not. You could close your eyes and send a cross. <laughs> and if you do that ten times, Holland scores on four of them. Weirdly, Jack Grealish is oh, he plays on the wing, right? He's a uh-huh. le- he plays on the left wing. And he, but he plays like a defensive mid. 
meaning not, not he's not that defensive, but he is a he's better suited for a different style of football. I he just holds up. The guy doesn't lose the ball. And for a, 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 a Premier League club to have a player that never loses the ball and always makes the right decision, that's very worthwhile. Is it worth $100 million? I wouldn't say so, but that's what City were willing to pay. And they, they, they pay Grealish to not make mistakes, and he does not. That's, I mean, that's the best way to put it. He is not a flashy player by any means. <laughs> Kirby D said he's overpriced. He's a worse Zaha. Are you talking about Miguel Amiron or Grealish? No, I'm assuming yeah, Grealish. Grealish. Uh, Do you think Miguel Amiron gets a uh, gets uh, some people looking at him in January? Because it's clear he's good enough to play in the Premier League. Yeah, he's shown that. And I don't know that. He, I don't know that he's taken shown a that. couple years. Yeah, I don't know if he's shown that in the past. But he also had terrible managers in the past. Right, right, right. You know, Steve Bruce. You're not going to do well under Steve Bruce. You know, uh, we uh, what's his name? Um, uh, DeAndre Yedlin talked about uh, when Sam Allardyce. Uh, first came in, uh, forgot what club he was with, where he saw space in front of him. So he ran the ball up and he kind of found an open uh, player, made a nice, uh, made a nice through ball. Uh, and the guy crosses it and they score. And Sam Allardyce goes, you ever, you ever go that far up again, you're off the team. <laughs> and he was like, but I just did something good. And he was like, your job is to stay back there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there's some managers that are like, I don't need all this creativity, bro. That's why we bought these other guys. Yeah. Get it up here and just not put you in the best position to play. Eddie Howe is clearly getting something out of Miguel Amidon now. Also, it seems like Miguel Amidon has clicked. Is it because he has better players around him? Clearly he's benefited from having Isaac in front of him. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, I, I think the, the, you can't be a good winger with Chris Wood, <laughs> but it, it seems like, you know, we also, uh, I mean, don't play in Atlanta and we saw the, the, um, you know, the guy was just like energy and, and pace and especially like acceleration. That was like the thing that was just unbelievable. He was just also, he could keep the ball. And I think you saw it this weekend. He keep the ball in tight spaces. Yes. Yes. And, and he's cutting through time. When he first bro. got to the Premier League, cutting through Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> anything, uh, as long as Tottenham's being you know hurt, I felt like a Newcastle fan. Bro. <laughs> Do you but, know how much joy I took out of that? But you, I think what we're seeing from Almirón is the, the compared to how he was in Atlanta and just playing in MLS, he could, um, he can out, he could outpace most uh most midfielders that he would yeah. face um and and most but there does come a time in your career where you need to be more than just speed yeah yeah and and that's the thing you i think the, the his first two years at newcastle you could see him like be frustrated at, with with you know he wasn't getting a lot remember of playing time he, he also went like i think something like 17 games without scoring right remember the release right right, right. when he finally scored um and I, th- by the way, I did say Isaac. Uh, I meant to say Isaac, yeah. But I went. I started saying Isaac, and then I switched <laughs> midway. So that's my fault. So uh, I think you, you're just seeing somebody like um, just adjust to the pace of the Premier League, and also um, uh, uh, like accept his role is going to be different than it was in Atlanta, right? He's not. He's not controlling the game. I don't know that it's that as much as it is like now. It seems like he's solidified his role. Does that make sense? Like, it but what role is that? But but the point I'm trying to make, yes, it's different than Atlanta. But for so long, his his ability to be in the in the starting squad felt tentative at best. Well, I think so. In Atlanta, he 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 was like more of a ten, yeah, and he he distributed the ball, and he was ex- ex- sort of expected to get a, a couple assists. He's definitely not that. And he now he is the guy that receives the ball and yeah. does something special with it, especially right. this season, which I think took a lot for him to accept. Of, of I don't. I disagree. I think it's that 
every time he did something, the temperature was taken on whether he deserved to have that spot or not. Now that seems to have gone away. Now that he's confident he is a, a starter in the first 11. Yeah, yeah. And he understands what's being asked of him, which I completely agree with you is different than what he was doing in Atlanta. But now that he understands, like, all right, I'm going to get picked. I'm doing well. Now you're going to see the real player come out. You know what I mean? Okay. I and mean, that's look, why you've seen yeah, him play well. I mean, we, we're, we're, it's uh, tomato, tomato. Uh, okay, well, it's tomato. <laughs> so, um, okay. But no. he still runs like an ostrich, though. So it's uh, <laughs> Robin, Robin Zagini. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Kaiser role, just for said, maybe Chibata. Uh Nah, but I, I, look, you love. To see what is that in reference to? Um, the oh, I thought it was oh, I don't know what it was. I, I, I guess it was the way he runs. I don't know what, why was I what, what that was a wrestling to. Um, I have no, I have no <laughs> idea. Um, the uh, Kirby D said, I'm an Orlando fan and an Arsenal fan, and I find myself rooting for Almiron. Look, I think it's a great story, especially as a representation of just MLS and how much, uh, you know. Uh, people just assume, uh, you know, it's a, it's a weak oh, league my, or whatever. My Arsenal group chat, which is, you know, they've never even, they've heard of MLS. They're like, yeah, David Beckham's still there, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like, as an owner, he doesn't play this <laughs> stuff. You have to make all those. Uh, they were like, yo, this Amarone kid is a baller. And I was like, MLS product. Yeah, dude. You know, put the little uh, sunglasses, smiley face emoji. Um, I think this shows really well. The other thing that I forgot that we didn't talk about is uh, there's rumors that... Uh, Weston McKenney uh, may be getting uh, sent to Arsenal with a player swap. Yeah, for Sambi Lokonga. I did hear that too. Don't I don't think it happens. I think it might happen. I don't think it happens, and I don't. Um, I can't think of a midfielder that can that can replace Partey's ability to stop an attack, but also advance the ball into into and score and score it's yeah way bigger I threat mean, to score than than partay but i'm not i'm not as worried about that as i am someone who's like yeah i can stop i can i can stop most of your advancement but i'm also going to be able to create my own sure. which laconga can't i he's I'm, not a progressive enough passer frankly i look would it be cool to see weston mckinney in the premier league yes would it be cool to see weston mckinney at arsenal yeah yes but um i don't see Juve getting rid uh, for us. It, it would be a swap, have to be a swap and a fair amount of money. I don't see why they Juve would get rid of him. It, it just I think Juve has been trying to get him off the books for two years now I, for a fair sum of money. I mean, it would have to be uh, because he's, he leads to so much success for the team. I mean, like he's not he's not the most important player, but he's very, very important in that midfield. So I, I don't I see don't it. Know. I don't see it. By the way, Felix Dago said, uh, is he an MLS product, though? He's more like a Lanus product. Sure. We could. I we mean, could, but he, look, Lanus could say there's some guy who's, is he a Lanus product or is he, the, you know, local academy? The, rea product? the reality is that for a player coming to be purchased from, from MLS, MLS into the Premier League, bro, the, the Premier League fans are going to be like, he has that MLS stink on him. You know yeah. what I mean? That's it. So he is, whether it's a, uh, uh, look, he was he in a Christian homegrown. Christian is considered an MLS product. He never <laughs> even played in MLS. The fact that he, uh, look, he's not a homegrown Atlanta United player, uh, for, without a doubt, but he spent a lot of his formative years in MLS. Uh, and I, you know, if he goes from Lanus directly to, Premier League, I don't think he's as successful. I don't think he even lasts that long in the Premier League. I think No, I think he goes to Spain. The fact that we've MLS has tried really hard to replace one of the the become a stepping stone yeah. to leagues like Premier League. And I think you've gotten that. Yeah. Okay. And he's proved that 
if you play well in MLS, it can translate to playing well in the Premier League. So does uh, Jack Harrison. Um, Tyler Adams, another one. Uh, Nick Red said, is Tyler Adams an MLS product or the Wappingers Falls Rec League product? <laughs> like, oh, his Sunday league. DJ31 said, embrace us, become a gunner. <laughs> uh, a gunner. Obviously, he's a gunner. We're gunners. Um, but a nice Cobra said, I'd support Arsenal if West went there. I'm not. I'm Look just- how simple it is. Arsenal. Do, do the right thing. I mean, Weston. Well, go- I got to call Danny Carbasio. <laughs> Weston. My homie. Go to Everton, bro. Christian Pulisic. Everton could use you. Why would you want to go to Bleverton, <laughs> bro? You don't want to go to Bleverton. <laughs> do it. Uh, all right, everybody. We uh, we should wrap up. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be obviously talking about uh, the MLS and the NWSL playoffs, which have been uh, unbelievable this Full weekend. Full on bananas. Absolutely insane. Here, um, I'll give you a preview. Crystal Dunn. <laughs> I give you a preview. Maxi Morales. Okay. Uh, Beast. <laughs> so we, we're, we're getting the MLS playoffs that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastern Conference, NYCFC against Philadelphia we'll Union. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And uh, the Western Conference, Austin uh, against LAFC. Bro, it couldn't, it couldn't have worked out any better unless you're a Montreal, Orlando, uh, Cincinnati, Rebel, or a Rebel yeah, fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or an FC Dallas. Or really, a, anyone but the teams <laughs> we mentioned. <laughs> uh, but uh, an incredible, incredible weekend. Yeah, I'm really excited. So, uh, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe you might see us at mm. some of these uh, uh finals uh okay uh we'll wrap here uh thank you everybody for joining us on the show uh as always uh make sure to get that new no cap recap that is available on patreon right now we give uh uh, calling it the fauci darby (laughs) yeah yeah dude i was saying that too that's hilarious um the uh, uh, we 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 spoke about uh, the the all the behind the scenes at the Premier League Fan Fest. Uh, we did that on Patreon. Shout out to everybody uh, who left a nice comment after listening. That's beautiful comment to, to listening to the episode. But yeah, if you want to uh, hear how it all happened, how we get the gig, the whole thing, uh, and a really a lot of really fun stories from that, wild that fan stories, fest uh, that we didn't have time to talk about on the show. Uh, Patreon is where to get it. So patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. Uh, get at it. And uh, yeah, a lot of uh, really fun stuff to look forward to. So we'll see you tomorrow. Give us a follow. Subscribe here on YouTube at Soccer Cooligans. And remember to subscribe to the Clips channel. We just got, I think, 55 people subscribed. I think 57. Bro, what are you waiting for? We're building. We're building. But don't subscribe if you're not going to watch it because that actually hurts us. <laughs> uh, but if you're subscribing, you see our clip pop up, click on it. Watch That's it. right. Watch uh, it. Leave a comment. Do the whole thing. And thank you once again to all the uh, to Gully Squad. You guys are the best. Uh, we're going to be giving you even more, more content. Uh, we might be doing another uh, No Cap Recap this week. You never know. Who knows? Uh, we're just going to lace you out, fam. Let's go. Uh, all right, everybody. Peace. Take care. Love you guys.